0: Once you open your mind, there is no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 8, where we talk about the science of being alone to be successful. I am your host, Jess. Without wasting any time, let's do this. There is a lot of talk nowadays about introversion and extroversion, and you probably already know which one you identify with. But do you really understand the difference between the two? I know I always waffled between, oh, well, I think I'm an extrovert, and then a few years ago I was like, no, I think I'm an introvert. But you know what? I think you can be a little bit of both. The way our brains are wired and our brain chemistry can actually help us understand what's really going on in the minds of introverts and extroverts, and that's what makes them who they are. In the 1960s, a psychologist named Hans Einsnick proposed a theory that extroverts had a lower level of something called arousal. He believed that extroverts required more stimulation from the world to feel more alert and awake than introverts. Introverts were easily overstimulated. This theory helps to explain why extroverts require constant social company and have a stronger sense of risk-taking and challenges. These activities stimulate them. It gives them energy. Introverts, on the other hand, prefer alone time. They thrive in places as their own home, libraries, and peaceful parks. Introverts are working on lowering their overstimulation. This theory helped pave the way for scientists to dive a little deeper into our minds to help understand what defined these two personalities. A 2012 study completed by Randy Buckner of the Harvard University discovered that introverts tend to have larger, thicker gray matter in their prefrontal cortex than extroverts. This is the region of the brain that has been linked to personality expression, decision-making, and abstract thought. Buckner concluded that this might be the reason why introverts tended to sit alone and thoroughly think things through before making a decision, while extroverts' ability to live in the moment and take risks without fully thinking everything through. So next time you see someone quietly sitting there alone, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily shy. It might just mean that they're introverted and they need some more time to think things through and they're trying to help themselves from becoming overstimulated. Research completed over several decades has shown that the brain of introverts and extroverts are activated differently depending on their circumstances, and it has a lot to do with dopamine, a neurotransmitter that controls the brain's reward and pleasure systems. In a 2013 study conducted by Cornell University's Richard DePew, showed a difference in the release of dopamine levels in each of the two personality traits. For extroverts, dopamine was released at a greater rate upon receiving a reward. Introverts, who prefer to spend some time alone, experience less dopamine releases, thus they do not seek rewards in the same way as extroverts do. But it's not all black and white. We all exist on a spectrum between introversion and extroversion, demonstrating qualities of each depending on the circumstances we are in. Just imagine you partied all weekend. You were an extrovert going out, talking it up, doing what you do. Then on Monday, you decide you are vegging out and watching Netflix in your pajamas and just hanging out alone. That's your introverted side coming out. Both sides are you and who you are. It just shows that we all exist on this spectrum. Being an introvert has had many negative connotations to it, but it doesn't mean being a hermit. It just means you need some alone time to recharge. Here are some real-life applications that you can try to spend some more time by yourself to be more successful. Make choices with confidence. Letting your introverted side come out more often isn't a bad thing. When you enjoy your alone time and really get comfortable with yourself, you become your own best friend. This can actually serve you well for many different reasons. One of the main reasons is that you become more confident in yourself and in the choices you make. You will have less stress around what other people think and you become less focused on being a member of the group. You start to focus on what is in your own best interest. One of the reasons introverts don't seek the approval of others is explained by Jonathan Cheek, a psychologist at Wellesley College. Some people simply have a low need for affiliation. The second real-life application is analytical thinking. Referring back to the 2012 study done at Harvard University and stating that introverts have more grey matter in the prefrontal cortex than extroverts do leads to the fact that introverts are more analytical thinkers. Introverts love to spend time alone and to think more analytically about their choices. When it comes to making big decisions, this can significantly increase the likelihood of selecting the best possible option. Dr. Maram Jadi, a physician at Ohio State University, explains that for those who prefer time alone, Behavior is guided more by consequences and less by rewards, meaning they want to think things through to make sure that they don't have any negative consequences, they've analyzed all the situations, and they aren't as concerned about the rewards. Being less impulsive can help with all sorts of challenges. Everything from wasting money on the latest new trends to fitting in to holding out for the bigger, more elusive promotion. Holding back and actually analyzing the situation and contemplating precisely what move is the best option will help you actually get ahead in life. So don't just jump into something. Try to actually take a step back and actually analyze what is in your best interest to do. The third one is be in control of your life. For those who know consequences matter more than rewards, it can be much easier to spend money wisely. Those who love to spend time alone know how to think through decisions and come up with the best possible solutions for themselves. This is perfect for making financial decisions, which requires avoiding bad decisions, negative consequences, and missed opportunities, according to Dr. Jihadi. You don't need to look any further than Warren Buffett himself to see that this is a key to success. In a U.S. news interview, Buffett is described as a classic example of an introvert taking careful, well-calibrated risks. If there's one thing that can help someone achieve success, it's being smart with money. So embrace your alone time and use it wisely. It may be your key to a successful life. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast provides general information and discussion about supplements, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials on our website are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. If the reader or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or healthcare worker please head over to www.joelsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you liked today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.